You are about to listen to Emeka Ezra, the lead steward at Fortier Network International. He envisions all men saved and mature, Christ Jesus. Be stirred as you listen. So today we are going to be, I'm going to be discussing two things. We are going to be talking about identity and devotion. Who am I? Who are you? You know, who am I? Who are you? Everybody asks that question, right? Am I just the son of my biological father? You know, a lot, a lot of the time, when two people are fighting, right? When two people are fighting, um, especially in Nigeria, right? When two people are fighting, you hear words like, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Or uh, the person will be like, uh, you don't even know me. You know, such, such words, very audacious statements. I, I would be thrown around. Everybody's throwing it around. You don't even know me. If you knew me, you would not be saying this. This, 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 this. But then the question is, who are you? Right. You see, I believe, I believe that when believers sin, listen to me very carefully, this will change your life. I believe that when believers sin, they forget who they are. They forget who they are. So today what we are going to be doing is clearly we are going to be defining who we are and we are going to be discussing how we can never forget who we are. We are going to be discussing who we are and we're going to be discussing how can we never forget who we are, right? I mean, I just want to say something before we continue. Before we, as we are praying, right, I just got um, another nudge. Please, if you are here and you have been planning to commit suicide, probably you said, hmm, let me give this meeting a try. Somebody somebody um, referred you to me, right? Somebody said, hey, attend this meeting, right? Why don't you attend this meeting? And you're like, okay, let me see if there's a solution here. If you've been contemplating suicide, please reach out to me. Reach out to me, please. The Holy Spirit wants you to reach out to me. Okay, so who am who am I in Christ Jesus? You see, I do the work of what the work every believer is meant to be doing, which is evangelizing. Whenever I go to the streets, I, I I meet somebody and I'm like, oh hey, how are you? My name is Emeka, and the person tells me, oh my name is so 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 and so, and I'm like, okay, are you a believer? Most of the time they say yes, I'm a believer. I believe in, I, I I'm a believer, and I'm like, okay, what does that mean? What do you believe in? You know, and they're like, oh, I believe in the Word of God. I'm like, okay. Are you, are you a Christian? What's the gospel? And they cannot tell me what the gospel is. Obviously, we know the gospel. The gospel is Christ's death, death um, burial, and resurrection, right? But then I, 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 we go further, and I begin to ask them questions like, okay, who are you? You know, after everything. Because, I mean, a lot of believers do not know who they are, starting, starting um, there with. And that's why they do anything. That's why they do anything. You, need, you know, a lion behaves like a lion because it's a lion. He knows he's a lion. The lion knows that he's a predator, not a prey. You know, I gave an example here of the royal family in the United Kingdom. I said that uh, the, in, in the United Kingdom, the family there, uh, the children, you don't see them playing with sand. You don't see them playing like any regular kid. And this is because in their subconscious, not just in their subconscious, consciously, they have been taught again and again, again and again, this is who you are. This is who you are. This is who you are. So whenever they are in public, not just in public, most likely in private, they would they would behave um, they would behave in a character consistent to who they are and that is what believers are meant to do that is who believers are meant to be like so yesterday um, day before yesterday we talked about slaves of righteousness right but we are going to we are going to read a scripture um before we start and um, we are going to read a scripture before we start and that scripture is going to be Romans chapter 6 um sorry give me a moment 
Um, Romans chapter 6. Let's open Romans chapter 6. Um, please, I would like someone to read for me. Romans chapter 6, starting from um, starting from verses 17. Romans chapter 6, starting from verse 17. Please, can someone read it for me, please? Thank you so much. Using NLT. Yeah, uh, Romans 6, 17. Yes. Thank God. Once you were slaves of sin, but now you have obeyed with all your heart the new teaching God has oh, given you. Now you are free from sin, your old master, and you have become slaves to your new master, righteousness. I speak this way okay, using the illustration of slaves and masters because it is easy to understand. Before you let yourself be slaves of impurity and lawlessness, now you must choose to be slaves of righteousness so that you will become holy. Mm -hmm. okay. Verse 20. Verse 20, Let, let's hear verse 20. In those days, when you were, you were slaves of sin, you weren't concerned with doing what was right. Mm -hmm. Verse 21, and what was the result? It was not good, since now you are ashamed of the things you used to do, things that end in eternal doom. Verse 22, mm -hmm. but now you are free from the power of sin, now become slaves of God. Now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life. Mm -hmm. Verse 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life. Through Christ Jesus, our Lord. I, I, can you repeat after me, somebody? Can, can you repeat after me? I'm, I'm, I'm a slave of righteousness. That is who I am. I'm a slave of righteousness. Say, 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 say to yourself, say, I'm a slave of righteousness. You see, the Bible makes us understand here that when you are slaves of sin, you used to do things that are consistent with that nature. Like I told you, these things are natures, right? These things are natures. For you, for you to make a dog to bat, for, for you to make a dog to roar, you need to change the nature. Right, and this is what I'm teaching. This is what I'm trying to teach you. Your identity, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Right? Scripture, scripture even calls it here. Paul went as far as saying, "You are a slave to God." He said, "You, you, you, you that are consistent." Sorry for that break. You should do the things that are consistent with your nature. Now that you're a slave to righteousness, holiness is what is consistent with that nature. With that nature. Holiness is consistent with that nature. Right? I'm going to give, tell you a story. I don't know if you know. Uh, um, the church in um, Corinth, the church in Corinth, the I'm so sorry for this breaking connection. Um, so the church in Corinth, right, the Corinthian church, something happened or something was happening and Paul had to write a letter to them, right? Paul had to write a letter to them. What was happening in the church at Corinth? So um, in the church at Corinth, because Corinth, the church at Corinth was placed in like in, um, in a very vibrant city. At that time, Corinth was a very vibrant city because of um, they had um, a goddess in that city um, named Athena. Right, this is a story I'm trying to tell you. And now, the, this goddess called Athena, right? This goddess called Athena. The way to worship her, or the way they worshipped Athena, right, was that they they had what they call temple prostitutes, right? Women and girls from the ages of twelve would have to go into that temple. And um, men would have to sleep with them, right? As as um, worship to their goddess, as worship to their goddess. So what this, this was happening, and the gospel came into Corinth. But but something happened, right? Something happened. The gospel came to Corinth. They, they established a the church. But what happened was, some people in the church were still going, like were still having um, sex with harlots, right? They were still sleeping around with um, harlots, and. Something happened. Paul wrote a letter to them. And Paul was like in that letter. He said, don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, which God dwells in? Right? So, you see, 
something that was even very something that was something that that is very important to take away from that scripture um because of time I, i'm not going to be able to quote every scripture right something that was that's important to take away from that scripture the way paul um the way paul disciplined them was don't you know your body to get the holy spirit and it is very important to take note of that because paul used their nature you see if a man forgets his nature the man can do stupid things so the way to bring a man out of sin or to, the way to bring a woman out of sin is to remind them of their nature so, and I'm going to say this. You see, a lot of African, a lot of African parents did not train their children the way they were meant to be trained. So you see a lot of African parents calling their children, hey, you're, you're stupid, you're crazy, you will never amount to nothing. Look at the way you behave, right? You are the odd one in the family. Um, sorry, can you mute? Hi, Joy, can you mute? Okay, thank you. So a lot of African parents um, do that. A lot of African parents behave that way towards um, their family. But we see from scripture, we see from scripture that is not the way to correct a child. You need to remind that child of who he or she is. In this case, a believer. That is why I took my time to tell you you're righteous. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. God is not after you. God does not, God is not taking you to hell. As long as you believe in Jesus, right? You are saved. But now you are saved. You need to know who you are. You have the temple, you have the Holy Spirit residing on your inside. You have to behave like someone who has been set apart to be holy. Because that is what you are. That is who you are. You have been set apart. You have been set apart. You have to behave like that. You have to behave like someone that is holy. Because you are. Do you understand? Because you are, you have to behave like that. And that is, that, that is simply how it is. So I, I, in, in this teaching of identity, if it was not because of time, I, took, I, I usually take my time to say, a lot of you have been taught, right, that man is body, spirit, and soul. The definition of a man is his body, his spirit, and soul. But here, in this teaching, I'll be telling you that is not exactly true. A man is a spirit. He has a body, and he has a soul. Those are different things, two different things. A man is a spirit. A man has a body. A man has a soul. A man is not his body. A man is not his soul. A man is his spirit. And the reason why I am going this route or to explain these things to you is because if you don't know who you are, you will not behave accordingly. So the Bible makes us to understand that when we believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, right, we are born again. And what is born again is the spirit. That is, is the true man. The true man is born again. And because we are born again, we have new desires. Even though these desires need to grow, we have new desires. But you see, the flesh was not born again when we believe in Christ Jesus. Right? The flesh was not born again. The soul neither was not born again also. And the thing is that the, the, the body is going to, the body is going to die. But this body that's not been born again, this body still has the desired or the desired the desires of the sinful nature. And this is now where devotion comes in. For you to for you to um, triumph over for you to triumph over your flesh, right? You need to take your devotion seriously. What what do I mean by take your devotion seriously? What do I mean by devotion? I think we are reading Galatians chapter five from verse sixteen downwards. We are reading that. And we saw, he says, he says, those that follow the spirit shall not fulfill the loss of the flesh. And you see, 
Following the Spirit is devotion. It takes devotion to follow the Spirit. You need to be consistent. Now, what is devotion? What do I mean by devotion? When I mean by your devotion, what I mean by your devotion is your prayer life. Your Bible study life. Are you listening to me? Your prayer life. Your Bible study life. Eh? What else? And your evangelism life. Now, evangelism might come later, but let us discuss about your prayer and your devotion. Your prayer and your Bible study life. You see, you cannot behave like someone you don't know. From scripture or by scripture, we know who we are in Christ Jesus. The Bible says, understand, it says, John, he says, as he is, so are we in this world. That, that scripture was talking about love. You see, he says, as Jesus is, so are we in this world. So if we don't even know Jesus, how then can we know ourselves? If we don't know who we are, if we don't know who we are, how can we behave in a manner, in a manner like the way we are meant to behave? See, oh God, a man that does not pray, eh? a man that does not pray, forgets who he is. The Bible makes us understand, Jesus speaking, Jesus says, Jesus says, pray that you do not fall into temptation. See, also speaking, Jesus speaking also, he says, if you do not pray, you fail. A man that does not pray, and listen to what I'm saying, a man that does not pray regularly will fail. See, the opposite of a prayerful man is not a prayerless man, it's a man that faints. See, the reason why you are not strong enough, or one of the reasons why you're not strong enough during times of temptation is, because, is most likely because your prayer life eh, is not where it's meant to be. Are you listening to me? Your prayer life is not where it's meant to be. See, if you pray, if you pray, what you are essentially telling God is, Lord, I am weak, you are strong, strengthen me. You know what's going to happen? Open to Ephesians. I want someone to put Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 3. Where is my Ephesians? Oh my God, I've missed Ephesians. Sorry, give me a moment, please. Ephesians chapter 3. Can you read from... Can you read from verse 14? Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14. Ephesians 3, 14, NLT. When I think of the wisdom and scope of God's plan, I fought my knees and prayed to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. Verse 16, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will give you might and strength through his Holy Spirit. Mm. Look at that. Look at that there. He says he will give you what? He will give you mighty inner strength through his spirit. He will empower. My scripture here says, with unlimited resources, will he empower you with inner strength through his spirit? Now, um, go, go to verse 17. Why would yeah. we um, empower you through spirit? Look at, look at verse 17. And I pray that Christ will be more and more at home in your heart as you trust in him. May your mm -hmm. roots go down deep into the soul of God's marvelous love. Mm. Now, look at that scripture. Does not, the way you're reading it, it does not even it, it does not feel like it's a continuation. This, is a, this prayer Paul is praying for them is a, is a continuation. Like let me let, let me let me read it myself. He says, I pray. He says, when I think of all this, when I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of heaven and earth, the creator in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. He says, then Christ will make his home in your heart. Are you seeing? 
when you have strength, the man of Christ can reign in your heart. Look at he says he will make his home in your heart as you trust in him. He says your roots, somebody should mute their mic, then your roots will grow down in, in God's love and keep you strong. He says your roots will grow down. Sorry, please, can you mute your mic, Sam? Thank you. So he says, then your roots will grow down. See, let me just tell you something. Eh? It, it takes strength to live for God in this evil world. Are you listening to me? It takes strength to say no to pornography. It takes strength to say, hey, today I'm not going to be depressed. Today, see, I am not going to allow the circumstances of life to, to, to sway me left, right, and center. And the way to do that is through prayer. Hey God, you pray, you speak, you speak in tongues. Let us go to James. James verse 20. Let us see something. James, oh, am I talking about James or Jude? Jude, sorry. Jude verse 20. Jude verse 20. And I'm going to, oh my God, I'm going to explain something. Yeah. Jude verse 20. Somebody read, can, can someone else read that? I really want to hear someone, someone else's voice. If you want to, please. Someone else's. Sam, just take it. Okay. okay, glory to God. Now go go down, please. Just go down a little. Just 18 and 19. No, just 18 and 19. No, just 18 and 19. They told you that in the last time there will be scoffers who suffer in life to sacrifice their ungodly desires. These people are the ones who are creating divisions among you. They follow their natural instincts because they do not have God's spirit in them. Mm, glory to God. So, see, uh, okay, can mute whoever. Okay, praise God. So, now look at that scripture. It says, verse 17 says, But you, beloved. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm meant to read this 20, am I not? <laughs> verse 20 says, But you, beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercies of our Lord Jesus. I, I, mean, I was even meant to say, read down. It says, Looking for the mercies of our Lord Jesus. Now, look at, look at what he's saying here. See, in fact, when you read Jude, when you read Jude, the whole of Jude, right, the, the whole episode of Jude here, you find out that Jude was talking to a church where um, their faith was being attacked. Listen to me. Their faith was being attacked. And he was just talking about, he was just telling them that these people that are coming to attack your faith, they are coming to make you do things, lustful things, things that are ungodly. They don't have the spirit of God. He said, but you, he's not talking about you, the beloved, you, you in Christ Jesus. He says, you, he says, building yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. That word there in Greek is called oikodiomu. oikodiomu. It means building brick upon brick, like putting brick upon brick, building an edifice. Meaning that, you see, this is, this is an explanation. It means that eh, when you pray, when now I have told you, I have told you, I have just spoken to you now, I have told you, um, um, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You see, for some of you, you already know this. That is not your problem. Knowledge is not your problem. For some of you, knowledge, this knowledge of you are the, you, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit is not your problem. Your problem is you're not just asking it out. This is what Jude is saying here. Jude is saying here, see, he says, brethren, he says, build up on your most holy faith. What he's saying here is, what you have heard, sit down on it. Eh? Sit down on it. Sit down on it. Speak in tongues. Play on it. Feel. It enters your spirit. It enters your heart. Oh my God. See, he says, build up on your most holy faith. There is something called metamorphosis, right? 
I mean, get, become him. You are become, you see, you pray and uh, you press yourself in, and this thing is done consistently. Get, see, you can hey God, you can have a divine encounter. Oh, glory to God. You can also, and you think that divine encounter self have to be sustained by consistency. You have to pray every day. Even if it's 30 minutes. Hey God. Even if it's 15 minutes, you have to pray every day. Even if, even if it's one hour, you have to pray every day. And it doesn't end yet. See, I told you people, I think slave in, slave of when, when I was talking in Slave of Righteousness, day before yesterday, right? Day before yesterday on Sunday, I said, for some of you, you have to cut out secular music. For some of you, it's the movies. You know, you, so for some of you, it's social media. Right? It's social media. But as you're cutting things off, you need to heavily, heavily dose yourself. Heavily. See, mark that word. Heavily dose yourself with the word of God. You need to heavily dose yourself with the word of God. Heavily dose yourself. So, so, so for, for some of you now, what's going to happen is while you're probably washing, play um, a Christian song in the background or play a message in the background. Now, I'm not telling you, see, I'm, I am teaching you how to become like the person you want to become. It takes time. It is a growth process and it has to be intentional. Play something in the background. You will have probably earpiece or you have speakers at home. Just play it. Sometimes you don't have to be listening to it. But as you're walking, oh, you just, you just, your spirit, you're just speaking. You're like, oh, run Oh, you just walk. I, I, oh my God, I hope the people I'm talking to can speak in tongues. <laughs> I don't, I, I know, I know this, this most of the time is, is a, I'm speaking to a mixed multitude, right? But then the thing is, I'm not even meant to talk about speaking in tongues here. But then see, right? Speaking in tongues is, is written all over scripture. And it's a gift from God, right? I'm not even meant to talk about it today. But it's a, this is a gift from God. This is a gift from God. A gift from God. Um, hmm. It's a gift from God. If any of you are like in need of, you want to speak in tongues, please message me privately. Message me privately. Message me privately. Message me privately. So what, we are, what, what are we talking about? We are talking about, um, what are we talking about? We are talking about devotion. We are talking about prayer. See, it takes time. It takes consistency. And there's a way to do it, like I just told you. We are not going to be praying about. We are not going to be praying about the Lamborghini we want. We are not going to be praying about. Uh, we are not praying about uh, what is it called. We are not praying about the food shelter. We are not praying about. Any, we are praying. We are praying the word of God. We are praying the word of God. We are praying the word of God. Who we are in Christ Jesus. Are you listening to me? We are praying the word of God. Who we are in Christ Jesus. I'm, I'm looking for this scripture. Psalm one one two verses. Um. Psalm 112 verses. Oh my God. Tommy, please, I want you to look for this scripture for me. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. Um, your word have I hidden in my heart that I might, I think, Psalm 112 verse. Psalm something verse 12, if I'm not wrong. So, I mean, uh, let's open, let's open to Joshua chapter. While Tommy is looking up for that, let's open to Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, please. Can somebody read that for me? Um, KJV, please. Joshua 1 8. Joshua 1 8. Can you hear me? Can someone read that from KJV? Joshua 1 8. Mm. This the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Okay. Um, Joshua 1, it says, This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth, 
but you shall meditate in it day and night, and you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Now, look at that word there. He says, you shall meditate on the word of God. But listen, look at how he did not say, you shall meditate on the word of God in your mind. Uh, did you see that? It said, look at, look at, look at, um, everybody look at them. Um, Joshua 1, 8 again. It says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Right? It says, it shall not, it shall, it shall not depart from your mouth. It says, you shall meditate. Now, oh my God, this is so, such a truth. A lot of believers do not understand the biblical way of meditation. Meditation here and Tells regurgitatively speaking what the word of God says. Ah, my God, there's not enough time for this. See, in prayer, right? In prayer, I'm, I'm just gonna tell, I'm just gonna teach you how. I'm just gonna tell you how how you can get it, the truth of God into your heart. Oh, my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. I can I can I can sit on that truth for an hour. This is me praying, just a ratalian tonte pretina manuscavile shete menandes rete capalande. Oh, thank you, daddy. Because oh, truthfully, my body houses your spirit. See, I am telling you, I am telling you, oh, glory to God. I'm telling you that I, I can sit on that for an hour, and it is just I am I am understanding it the more. I am understanding it the more. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you something. A man of God taught me something. A man of God taught me something. He told me, right, that. Salvation, the message salvation, the message of the gospel, he says he saves the unbeliever, but it keeps it keeps the believer. And what you know what he told me after that? He said, Emeka, I want you whenever you wake up every morning, when you wake up every morning, remind yourself of what Christ has done for you and who you are in Christ Jesus. Remind yourself every morning. And you see, this remembrance is done in prayer. Oh, I'm praying. Oh, Father, I thank you because I'm the temple of the Holy Spirit. Thank you because my hands, they heal. My ears, they hear. My eyes, they see in the Holy Ghost. Thank you because I'm used of you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. See, oh my God. You see, you do that for three days, most likely fasting. Your life will change. But then you do that consistently, your life will change. Are you, are you listening to me? Am I giving you a truth that's going to help you? See, for the next three days, we are going to be praying on this platform. We are going to be praying on this platform. And I want to advise you, for those of you that can fast, please do fast. Fast. And we are going to be reading scripture. Now, in, in this fast, right, this is, a, this is a food fast. I want you to write it down with me. This is a food fast and a a social media fast. And I'm going to be doing it with you. I'm going to be fasting with you also. A food fast and a social media fast. So what's going to be happening is that you're going to be fasting from six. For those of you that have never fasted, obviously, some, most of you here, all of you here should be above 18. All of you here are going to be fasting from six to three. Right? And you're not to open your social media platforms also all day. In fact, you're, you're, you're meant to withdraw yourself from social media for the next three days. Now, that this is for those of you that can. When I mean those of you that can, please, you know yourself. I beg you. If you can, when I mean you can, I'm talking to those people that their work has to do with social media. Please. Your, so that, um, how am I going to put it? You don't uh, shoot yourself in the leg. Please, if you can, this is just three days fast. Keep yourself away from social media. Keep yourself away from food, right? Food, that's from six to three. But for the social media, the social media is meant to be for three days straight. 
I want you to fast, and I want you, we are going to be reading scripture from Romans, right? We're going to be reading Romans, this is a three-day fast. I'm going to be reading Romans chapter 1 to 8. No, let's do Romans chapter 1 to 9 for three days. We're going to be reading it. You can read it any, anyhow you like, probably every, because it's three days, three divided by nine is what? Three divided by nine is three. So let's say you're going to be reading three chapters a day, right? You're going to be reading three chapters a day. Um, we're just going to be reading chapter um, from chapter 1, one to chapter 9. I'm going to be fasting. I'm going to be fasting with you. I'm going to meet here by 8 to pray. Right, I'm going to be praying for an hour. Please, I'm going to say it again. Any of you that cannot speak in tongues, message me privately. Uh, but you can pray in any way you want, you want to pray. Right? The reason for this prayer is for strength. is so that what we have discussed, we can now go practically. And it will now sink in. Are you listening to me? I'm going to be praying with you. I'm going to be here leading prayer for those three days. For those three days. For those three days. Uh, I don't know. Dami, did you hear what I, I just said or you want me to repeat myself? Yes, please. I had to look for a bit. Okay. Um, so, like I said, I, I prob you probably have to listen to the recording maybe at the end. But like I said, um, we are going to be fasting, right? We just talked about prayer. And we just talked about what, what prayer can do or what prayer does. We even um, read Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. And let's read. You know what's going to happen? Let's read Psalms chapter 119, verse 11. Psalms chapter 119, verse 11. Let's do that. Psalms chapter 119, verse 11. It says, Your word I have hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me thy status. With my lips I have declared all the judgment of your mouth. Now, that is not even... Uh, okay, let's go down. Let's go down. It says, I have rejoiced in your way and your testimonies as much as in all riches. Verse 15 says, verse 15 says, I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways. I will delight myself in your status. I will not forget your word. And I made a statement here. I said that the reason people forget, or one of the way people, the reason why people forget who they are in Christ is because they lack, because of lack of prayer. And I also said prayer also gives strength. I also explained what meditation is. But then I said we are going to fast, right? We have, we, we have, Three more days to the end of this meeting, but I want us to pray and I want us to fast, right? We are going to be praying and we're going to be fasting, but this fast is going to be a food fast and a social media fast, right? A food fast and a social media fast. So for the food, it's going to be from six to three, or for those of you that can, six to six. And the, the social media fast is going to be for three days straight. You're not going to open your social media, right? Um, I'm, I'm telling you, you're not going to die. You're not going to die because you don't open social media. Um, and like I said, we're going to be reading scripture from Romans chapter 1 to Romans chapter 9 because it's, it's a three-day fast. We're going to be doing from chapter 1. We're going to be reading three chapters per day. And please, you see, there is something people do when, when they fast. They do what we call um, hunger strikes. This is what we, are, what we are doing. Please, when you fast, right, what you are doing is you are taking time off of your normal activity and you're giving priority to the word of God. You are going to consume the word of God more than you consume it on a normal day. Right? More than you consume the word of God on a normal day. So, what is going to be happening is throughout the three days, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be uh, sending messages on this group. Listen to this social message. And the thing is, you can also listen to whatever message you want to listen to. Like, from whoever man of God well, I'm going to be posting messages to listen to. And please listen to them. Um, that's what we're going to do for the next three days. Please, does anybody have any questions, please? Anybody with any questions? Dami, did you understand what I, what, what I just explained? Yes, I do. Thank you, Dami. Okay. 
Um, any questions, please? Anybody? Okay, no questions. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for your love upon um, us. Thank you because you use the foolish things to confound the wise. Thank you, Lord, because we love you. I love you. Thank you because you leave the 99, right, for the one. You love us where we are. You accept us where we are, but you do not leave us where we are. Lord, I ask for strength. We ask for strength, Lord, because we want to love on you. We love you. We want to keep your status. We want to keep your laws. We want to um, act in a manner that is consistent with our nature. Thank you because you've helped us. Thank you because you've given us power and strength to do this. Thank you, Lord. We love you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I love you guys so much. Please remember, there is someone here, someone here, someone here. You wanted to commit suicide, but then you said, oh, because let, let, let me give this meeting a, 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 a try. Please, I beg you, I want to talk to you. I want to pray with you. Um, please message me privately. Um, we'll have a wonderful night, everyone, and have a good day.